J right in your face. Welcome back to episode 16, actually the final episode of the regular season. It's your host, Fatty, alongside me today, Mirzay Teletovic. How you doing, pal? <laughs> At least you made a basketball relative this time. You yeah, know? Congratulations on uh, the end of the regular season. It's it's weird. I feel like the season just started yesterday, yeah. but now we're in the playoffs. So It's an exciting time. This this last week has been insane i I, yeah. I thought i thought it was gonna be a boring week but Just a lot of you news thought, you know like things would calm down right into the playoffs lots of things are going crazy around the league right now i know a lot of guys are moving around yeah more so <laughs> we're gonna office. get into that yeah. yeah we're gonna get into that real nice couple of legends went out this oh, week oh so sad but uh other than that did you have any games this week in your league or no i had a game in the other league uh oh yeah STM. tell us about your finals it was two Two close games you against caught the broom. I know, I know. It was the best of three series, <laughs> and it was two close games, man. But they're they're uh, they're a stacked team, so but man, yeah. what, what could you do? Yeah. They're so, they're they're too big. So we lost two close games. So we got second place in the league, and then now I'm fully committed to my to the corporate league, and we got slapped in both those. Ga- I missed two games. We got slapped both in both those games. So mm. clearly, there's a big missing uh, link on our corporate team. But um, well, now you can uh, fully dedicate your time and efforts. <laughs> Which is actually something that um, Magic Johnson is allergic to doing, but we're gonna get into we'll that, get into in that one. a little bit. Um, so Wade and Dirk went out this week. I don't know if you got a chance to see the, the final games. games. Yes. Did you watch yes. any or, or like read up on that or anything? I, that was uh, a crazy story. I watched D Wade's last home game. You see Melo, LeBron, and Chris Paul in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was amazing. He gave D Wade gave Melo the last jersey. Did he? If you didn't know, yeah, the I last jersey that. swap was with Melo, and apparently like. The story behind that was Melo was the one who convinced them to come back for one more year and do the whole kind of victory lap, you know, this is my last Send year and off. everything. Yeah, because I guess he wanted him, he wanted DOA to learn from what Carmelo didn't do, I guess, that, that which is great on Carmelo. Though. One of the things we don't do is ever give him credit for anything, and this is, I mean, that's, yeah, a, that's a huge thing like, for Melo. I, I feel like he's so awfully scrutinized, but he's deep down a nice guy. He is a nice guy, but like, uh, if he just accepted <laughs> like a bench roll, you yeah, could have still been issue. in the league, that, man. That is really you know? the issue. But two legends, two guys we grew up on. They, and they, they're such legends. They even went out as legends. Like, I know, like I know. Dirk more so than Wade because Dirk actually looks like he has arthritis. So like <laughs> Dirk can't run, man. And he it's, can't run, and then he comes out and he had 30 points. Both games. Last night. The, the, the last home game and the last yeah, game. He, uh, right? he shot like 31 shots together, but it's Whatever. fine. I mean, it was his time, and he, he's, a, he's a gamer, so like um, big time. And then D. Wade went out with a triple-double. 25-point triple-double, and then the night before, he had 30 did you, did, you, did you see when he tried to stand up on the table, and he fell? And he fell, oh, like, two or three times. Classic, yeah. classic. He was a good sport about it, but... Uh, no, so now, when you look back at these guys' careers, obviously, they're legends, the Hall of Famers. There's, there's no doubt about any of that. But last week, we compared Pierce mm-hmm. and D-Wade, and we said that was no competition, mm-hmm. right? Because, obviously, Paul Pierce said a couple of things and whatever, but this this is a bit more interesting. So who's, whose career would you take... If you if you were to choose between Wade and Dirk, Dwayne Wade, a hundred percent. Really, a hundred percent. Oh, like three times out of three. For what? For everything. Three rings, one uh, Finals MVP in 06. Yes. He essentially taught LeBron how to win. He was relevant for a long period too. of time. Like Dirk's been irrelevant since the ring he won in 2011. The Dallas has actually been nowhere. And prior to that, they were the team. They were like the first seed that. Right. It was the year right after they lost in the finals. They lost to the Warriors, the Feel Good Warriors. What are they Warriors. called? Believe. The We Believe. The We Believe like Warriors in the first round. That. In the first round. They were so We like, Believe, man. 
I mean, like, but you, you, I, I was talking about this when we were talking about Chris Bosh, and I think that a lot of people just <laughs> like to skip over the fact that Dirk had a lot of bad years in terms of team success and but look not at making team. the playoff. He had a good team, man. He, he won. A, he had a good team, and he had a great coach. He beat the Miami Heat team with no other all-star. Yeah, that was the one year he had. Okay. And then after that, he was That's irrelevant a huge year. for a decade. But, but, and then Dwayne prior didn't to have, that, he was like half relevant for a decade. Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne didn't Wade have from, anything after Shaq. He Dwayne made the playoffs a couple first-round exits. And then he, he literally had nobody and was averaging like 35 points a game. He has season MVP. He never had MVP. He did have MVP. Dwayne Wade? He did Search have MVP. Right now. I will pull it up. No way. But the, 100%. Dwayne no, he's an MVP. Three None. rings to, to Dirk's one. Yeah, but when you talk about rings, you got to talk about you got to talk about finals MVPs. You got to yeah, talk about finals. He had a finals MVP. I told you. Yes, him. he has one. Dirk has one as well. Okay. Dirk has a league MVP. So one versus one, but three rings to the one. Obviously, when you're playing but with LeBron, yeah. you're not going to get finals MVP. Bro, yeah, because you're not but the guy. That doesn't mean anything. Of course he's, it does. He's, of course he's the guy. He's second guy. He's the second no, guy. No, no. Yeah, he what is the second guy. No, no, no. He, yeah, yeah. For sure he's the second guy. There's no doubting that. But, bro, Dirk has Dirk has 30,000 point club. 30,000. He's seventh all-time in scoring. Okay. He's also got the 06, 07 final, sorry, season MVP. Finals MVP and then NBA champ. He led his team with no other all-star. He didn't need another all-star on his team. I'm not saying I'll take Dirk over D-Wade. I think I'd still take Dwayne Wade's career, but I think it's like by a hair. Like yeah. it's not a hundred percent. It's not a hundred percent. I attribute that final series more to LeBron really averaging 15 points a game. Like very uncharacteristic of him. And you're, if you're going to tell me Deshaun Stevenson was shutting him down, then sure. But he was literally kicking the ball out when Berea was posting him up. Yeah, but you can't, you can't discredit. You can't discredit Dirk. I don't for discredit LeBron's Dirk, but I'm saying like that one championship doesn't just omit the rest of your career. Like he was mediocre for a lot of years. His team. Sure. His team, him? Him sure. mediocre? He's but I mean, Devin Booker, Devin Booker is not even looked at. He's not an all-star either. He's not an exactly. all-star either. But he's putting Dirk up 70 a game, 50 Dirk, a game. Dirk's a 12-time all-star. And he's made the playoffs time and time again. And he's been in the league I think, for time. I think what Dirk has going for him is that he's European. No, he's also a ledge. He is a ledge. I'm not, I'm not, not saying that, but he's definitely not hasn't had a Dirk, better Dirk has his own. Dirk has his own patented shot, which other greats now have taken from him. Dwayne Wade, all he had was... His thing was a remix of the Eurostep. You know the Eurostep where the Eurostep where he would take it over your head. That was, who whose remix was that? Matt News. Ginobili. That was they came in the bro. league at the same time. No, man. Ginobili brought that to the league. It's why they he came in. The he's league. the original. Bro, he's the Wade, originator. He was bro. drafted before Manu. No way. Yeah. O3? Manu was drafted in 04. No way. Well, okay, but doesn't matter when they drafted. So do we didn't have that out of Marquette? He definitely did. No, he didn't, bro. Man, you and you think didn't about watch the, Marquette. You didn't watch, you didn't <laughs> yeah, watch yeah, you Marquette watch, basketball. You watch Marquette age like, what, eight years old? At best. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say. Bro, how are you going to argue? Tell me what your answer is. No, no, no. I'm arguing that you said 100%. It's 100%. There's no it's question. No. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't no say question. it's that clear cut. I wouldn't it's, say it's that clear cut. It's 100% clear cut. Bro, 30,000 points, man. There's only sure. six guys ahead of him. That's fine. I get only it. six guys. That I understand. Dwayne Wade, all he has is, is, is the, he's the he's he has the most Carl blocks. Because Carl Malone has a lot more points than him. Shaq's just too dominant, though. That's it's not I apples thought. and apples, bro. That's he made the stretch four. He changed the game. Durant has a lot more points than LeBron. Who'd you take? No, he doesn't. I mean, right now. He's going on to. pace. He's going to. Uh, that's debatable. When the careers are over, we'll debate that. He's going to. When the Mello, over. Mello's a heavy scorer. Ah, Mello, seriously. Paul Pierce has a lot of points. He has not 30,000. Bro, he changed the game. He made the stretch four. He made it up. That's him. Yeah, no, he did. He actually did. He changed the game. He that's that's credit to him. Right? That's like, like, like you talk about Steph Curry, his impact on the game, the three-point shot and everything. He, he's done. The, he's changed the game. He made the stretch four position yeah. for everybody else. Wade, 
taught taught a superstar how to win basketball games. Pat Riley or Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade taught LeBron how to win. Pat Riley Riley wasn't even coaching. Yeah, but he's part of the team still. He's the GM, bro. So what? He's a huge influence on the team. Are you attributing our playoff woes to Masai? He's like maybe the fourth person you think of when you think of I mean, playoff. I we can get goals. a better coach. So yeah, I guess so. You know, coach, you players, <laughs> guys, performance. There's so many other things before you consider the. I, I would take. I would. I would take Dwayne Wade's career. A hundred percent. But not like by. It's by a hair for me. Like it's not. It's not it's that clear, clear cut, cut for me. Like you can go either way. They're both legends, but three rings. He won from 06 up until fourteen. That's eight years of dominance. You get, why can't you take in the why he drafted got drafted in 03 how are you gonna just count discredit the first three rate first three no, years no I'm saying he won in 06 yeah and won in 14 yeah that means he was a champion three times over the span of eight years yeah I guess and so, Dirk yeah. Dirk was mediocre then won a ring and then was trash but what do you mean mediocre man you don't Sorry, remember Steve Dallas Nash and was, Dirk Dallas, Dallas was, was mediocre good, yeah but they didn't do anything they made the they finals made... one year and it wasn't even with Steve yeah it wasn't with Steve so they didn't ah <gasps> Was, no, it wasn't in 06. And no, they lost to that, that Miami team in 06. Yeah, they did lose exactly. Was it with that? So they went to the finals, then. Yeah, they and, then the finals they lost, lost, and then yeah. they won the one ring. Yeah, but other than those two finals trips, they were actually like they were playoff first round exits. Yeah, but still playoff team. They were the team losing the, to the AC. Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade after, after, that, after that championship. And and then before LeBron, he was a first round exit as well. Yeah, but so he, he was just he playing with nobody's. But he's at so least was Dirk. Dirk didn't, Dirk didn't have another All Star. He though. had like the, his best scoring seasons after that. Dirk? No, Dwayne. And I'm not even talking about those years. I'm talking about when LeBron came. Yeah, he was the number two option. Yeah. They won two rings. They went to four finals. Absolutely. That's yeah. And then but, who beat that team? The Spurs. Dirk. The Spurs, Dirk the first yeah. year beat that yeah, team the in the finals. Year, yeah. Okay, so that's. The I mean, first year, gonna, I, but yeah. again, Dwayne Wade had a crazy finals. You can actually go back and search it. Played a great series. No, I'm it was, just, it was LeBron, it. 15 points a game. He was like, <laughs> what are you doing? LeBron to go 15? Or was it 15 over? No, sorry. It wasn't 15 a game. It was 15 total points in all fourth quarters of the series. Sheesh. He was passing the ball off. Disco Dirk, baby. It was, Disco Dirk. It was not a good time. But, I mean, it doesn't take away from either of them. Dirk yes. is still a legend. And I think coming from Europe obviously makes it infinitely harder. The challenges you're facing yeah, when you're here. Man. It's a culture shift. You're without your family. Right. You don't know the language. Like, there's he a almost, lot of things. He almost quit after the first year. Oh, right? yeah. There's that, the, you, that. I don't know if anyone's here he heard of he it. He didn't think he would make it past that first year because he had a rough rookie season. Yeah. And, um, and you know, Dwayne Wade had two knee surgeries in college. What? He had two knee surgeries in college before he even entered the NBA. And the way he played, it was just like, I'm putting my body on the line for everything. Like, that's the way. He just played, like, recklessly, and right? He, and then he had a lot of injuries. And, yeah, but 16, he was dead still, after, still 16 seasons, though. Like, it's impressive what he's done. It's impressive what Dirk's done. They're legends. Yeah, he stretched out, like, seven of those seasons, though. Like, <laughs> so, more uh, dramatically, yes. we shift to the south side. Yes. Los Angeles. La La Land. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers legend... Well, former as a, legend as a player, Navy, as a player, <laughs> Magic Johnson decided to step down earlier this week in very professional fashion. He uh, called for an impromptu conference to uh, to <laughs> announce his his uh, stepping down, but he actually mentioned a few things. He said he didn't tell Jeannie Bus because yeah. he couldn't face telling her in person. Oh, 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 oh I'm so uh, sorry. He couldn't affect people's livelihood, as in right. fire, allegedly, Lu- fire allegedly. Luke Walton and all the coaching staff. All in all, I think it was just one of the most obscure events in recent history, yeah. especially with Magic Johnson, like of all people, to do something like this. 
What do you what do you take away from that? There's a couple things that I take away. This actually isn't out of Magic's character. Yeah. So it's it's noted that he was the Lakers coach at some point. I don't know if it was the early nineties or something like that. He lasted twenty games, roughly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they won. They won the first like ten games. They won like a ten game winning streak, and then they won like a twenty game losing streak, and then he quit. So right there, Magic's a quitter. Yeah. When things get tough, Magic quits. Yeah, he had a he, talk. He show. had a talk show like you, you were telling me earlier. Quit. Supposed to have his own show. Quit. Became the GM of the Lakers after two years. He quit. So this is it. Isn't out, out of his his character. I think what bothers me so much is his arrogance. Like when he was quitting, just the way he did it, like. Apparently, like I was listening to other like debate shows and whatever, they're like he called like the the media were there just looking for the players to come out at at the state at Staples, and he was there and he called them over to announce his resignation, and you know how magic you know how magic does it with the, the arrogant smile yeah and, uh, and the, the laugh and he's like <laughs> you know I, I ain't coming back <laughs> he said he had he had a three hour meeting with Genie Bus and in his mind he's like I'm not coming back, but he didn't mention it at all and that. How imagine like, bro? They're planning bro, for the year with you and yes, the absolutely, bro. I'm at, like, we have to give two weeks notice when we quit our jobs. This guy didn't give no notice. He quit to the media. It was ridiculous. Let me let me give and you his reasons were even like even more laughable. Uh, like, wait, wait, the reasons I under I kind of understand because being a GM bro. is, is it, it, being a GM is not his personality. Bro, you're He's not cut out. And you're worried about tweeting other players. I, yeah, the tweeting thing is weird. Like, who cares about Twitter? Why can't you just text them, bro? He wanted to be a mentor. He wanted to tweet at players. <laughs> Congratulations bro, you to, to You're us. a grown-ass man. You're a grown what man. When you signed up for this job, you didn't know that this is all going to happen? I can't believe he's it. He's like, I live my life. I'm not happy doing this. Why aren't you happy? Because you're a scrub. He's going to go back to his beautiful life. Bro, he's, he's running said. his business. He's running a bit. And he's like, I haven't been dedicated to this job. This, being it, a GM, it shows. Yo, being a GM is so difficult because you're you're not just... Putting together your team, you're also like actively traveling and looking at players yes, across the world, whether it's to. in Europe or in Africa or even in the States. Like you're constantly on the phone with people talking. Yeah. And I think the one thing that the Lakers didn't have going for them is a your your faces are Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka was Kobe's agent. Yeah. So back when he was representing Kobe, when he was an agent, he had a terrible reputation. Management doesn't like him. Ownership doesn't like him. So now he's in a position where he needs to talk to players and talk to yeah. other teams to strike deals. He yeah. can't do that. Yeah, he can. He's not the right guy for that. And Magic, Magic's just lazy. Magic hired Rob Palenka to do all his work and nobody wants to see Rob. So like <laughs> there's this team is going nowhere. They trade Oh, did you hear what he said about D'Angelo Russell in his uh in the, in the the little uh, impromptu conference that he had? What do you say about my guy? He he talks about how they traded him and how he's doing well, but he's like but he wasn't this mature when we had him. Hey, yeah, he's 19. He was 20. He was 20 years old, bro. He was 20 years old. They gave expect? up on him. They gave him up for they. I, this is the best thing for me is that they gave him up to offload Mozgov's contract to have cap space yeah. to sign the person that they didn't sign. Yeah. So by now it would have been off the books. It would have had D'Angelo. Yeah. It's just a whole the, like it's the, a there, joke. There's a couple things that not only Magic though, but the like the Lakers organization as a whole. Yeah, Genie Bus is suspect too, man. She's she's not doing well. Listen. So they hired Magic, they hired Rob. Usually when you hire two kind of GM positions, you'll have, maybe you'll have one person. So if you have a person like Magic who's kind of the face and the smile and whatever, you'll have a more experienced guy behind him. Rob wasn't experienced in the GM. He's had, he knows the other side, the agency side. He doesn't know the GM role, right? So two, you hire two inexperienced guys to try to lift this franchise. This is I have a list here 
of what Magic did in his tenure as the GM. So it's gonna hurt. Failed to trade for Paul George. Also failed to sign Paul George. Traded Lou Williams, who is six man of the year probably again this year and led the Clippers to the playoffs. Two straight. Yes. Six men. Did he win last year too? Or no, Eric Gordon. He... I think Eric Gordon won last year. I can't remember. But I think but he's he's alleged, like yeah, six yeah, man yeah. alleged, right? You know that. Traded D'Angelo Russell, as we just spoke about. Drafted Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart. Kyle Kuzma, good pick. Lonzo. Not a good pick. Not at number two, not a good pick. Josh Hart. At number two, bro, he could have had like Darren Fox was the guy. Darren could have Donovan Mitchell. He could have had yes. like all these guys. Traded Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance. Had Jason Tatum. Absolutely. Traded Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance Jr. for Isaiah Thomas and Channing Fry. Where are they now? Not on the team. Failed to trade for Kawhi Leonard. Raptors got him, of course. Signed LeBron James or LeBron James signed with Walked them. Into LA. Yes. Signed Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee. Yeah, and oh, and the best thing is they interviewed him in the summer league last year, and they're like, everyone in the NBA is going for shooting, but we want to go for tough defense. <laughs> what a bad so idea. So we signed these guys. Fast forward six months, it's not working out. He's like, oh, Genie wanted these guys. Yeah, oh, LeBron right? wanted Oh, Luke wanted these guys. Oh, yeah. this, this, that. Come on, bro. There's no more defense in the league anyway, which we'll get to later. Let Julius, Julius Randle and Brooke Lopez walk. Which are both having like career. Bro, Brook Lopez is hitting step by threes now. He's starting for the best team in the Yes, league. right? And uh, Julius Randle's having a career year. Absolutely. Traded Zubots and Michael Beasley for Mike Muscala. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> they actually doing? just gave up Zubots for no reason. And finally, yeah, absolutely. They, they called the Clippers and offered him. And Jerry West laughed at yes. his face, man. And finally, they failed trade for Anthony Davis and that whole drama. So clearly, this guy as a GM, honestly, what I've noticed about coaches and and gms as well is if you are if you are an nba legend as a player yeah you fail as a gm or it's only the only only legendary player i know that's a that's a good gm is jerry west the the, like the logo that's it that's the only one guy i mean all these other guys are well i don't know different like they're either scrub players or they have some sort of scouting background or they've been in the league for a while doing other positions but Magic doesn't doesn't have the personality to be a GM. Magic just wants like to be the face of something and not have the work behind. He's good at being the face. That's what he's good at. He was doing. literally upset that like and this isn't just Magic. This comes from this whole Lakers bubble that these everybody from the Lakers circle thinks that because they're the Lakers they can do whatever they want and get away with whatever they want. Uh, and I was listening to Zach Lowe talk about this and he was like, "There was an interview with Genie Bus a couple years ago. It was like Kobe's like second last year." Yeah. And then they go, how do you feel about, you know, the team heading into the season? She goes, well, as long as we have Kobe, we're going to be competing. <laughs> Kobe was like, had like one leg at that point, man. <laughs> Come on. Um, what? Come and on. And then Magic gets upset because the Pelicans won't just give him Anthony Davis. He, oh, they're unfair. He botched the hell out of that trade. What is happening, man? man. Like, it just, it seems to me like Magic is a big child with a lot of money. <laughs> and it, like honestly for his sake he should just stop like go out as a legend the last thing i want is like phil jackson for example like a lot of people remember phil jackson for what he did in new york like yeah maybe in 20 years yeah you won't think about that but right now for the next little bit you're gonna be like okay <laughs> phil jackson like had some great years but man he 
you know, as a what? coach, the as guys. a coach, man. But he he ruined the the no, he the didn't, Knicks. He yeah. helped ruin the Knicks even further. He, ru- when he, became he literally GM, ruined the Knicks, right? No, they were worse. They were bad before. Like it's not like they were good before. He helped ruin them more, and it just yeah, these like well, yeah, yeah. You have to notice like when when owners make these decisions, you have to know who you're hiring. Like I understand there's a relationship relationship with Genie and and Magic and and Genie and Rob, and they're kind of like Rob is kind of like a Laker since he's Kobe's agent, but. You got to hire the best guy for the, the the best fit for the position, right? And so for going forward for the Lakers, I'm looking at a guy like um, the old Cavs GM, Steve Clifford. No, uh, Dave Griffin. Dave Griffin. There we go. That's the name, Dave Griffin. So a guy who's worked with LeBron, a guy who who every single year moved pieces for LeBron. And I, for me, if I'm Genie, that's the guy I bring in as the GM. But obviously, who knows? They might hire like some other Laker yeah. to, to 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 come fill the position. Let's quickly uh, just get into a bit of a recap of the season because we want to talk a lot of playoffs today. Yes. Um, so before we uh, sort of get into that, did you hear about all the, uh, the, well, the little like highlights, I guess, that happened on the last day of the season? Yes. I know that you have a lot of the um, the season recap in terms of the whole league from an offensive standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a few cool things that happened on the last day of the season would be, obviously, Dirk having the 30, D-Way triple-double, uh, Jamal Crawford had like 51 off the bench. Oldest player to score 50 since MJ. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Uh, Magic Johnson publicly quit before telling his boss. Yes. Uh, AD showed up to the game and uh, th- <laughs> that's all, folks. Sure. Did you hear about this? And he's he not goes, even, He's not even leaving did yet. Did you hear his excuse? It, it, was, it was just a shirt in my closet. I didn't pick it out. Yeah. Come you're on. Grown, you're a grown man. Nobody nobody picks out your clothing but you. You tell me. You tell me. They picked up this shirt. That's all, folks. Like literally walked out to huge middle finger to all the fans. He still signed for one more year. Donovan Mitchell had like forty six points. Yes. Uh, Luca gets his eighth triple double of the year as a rookie. Yes. My guy. PG hit that huge game winner, which actually affected the playoffs immensely because that helped Denver so much. Yes. So much that bumped Houston down to fourth. So now they don't even have to worry about Houston. Houston now got Golden State second round. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. I just saw this on my on my Instagram right now going through our chats. Harkless also hit that huge yes. shot. Yeah. DeLon Wright is the first player in Gri- Grizzlies history with a triple-double in back-to-back games. Yeah. So huge shout-out to Both DeLon 20 Wright. 20-point triple-doubles yes, too. Yes, Impressive. 26 points and 20 points. So huge shout-out to him Impressive. for that. Yeah. And then, like, uh, you want to show us, I guess, walk through the offensive changes that we saw this year for the first time in NBA history? Yeah, no problem. So here is, this is how much the game has changed. So, so this has been a record-breaking season. So most 50-point games... This season in total. Shout out James Harden. Yeah, he probably had like 90% of them. Highest team scoring averages. So every team averaged more than 100 points that's this incredible. season. There's no that's, defense that's being crazy. played this, the, like, this year. Like the biggest thing that I'm thinking of is like how the hell is New York getting the ball in the bucket? <laughs> At least 25 times a game. It's insane. It, and it's also the fast pace. The 14 second shot clock after the offensive rebound. Like yeah. Everything's just faster now, right? Most threes made in a season. Shout out to Golden State and Houston. Yeah. Uh, most 50-point triple-doubles. That's probably only James Harden. Maybe, like, right? So Wow. And then best rookie class scoring. So shout-out yeah. to... Trey Young. Trey Young, Luka. DeAndre and Luca. All those guys. Those guys... Crazy. That's a good job. That's a good job class, man. Zach Lowe had a tough time uh, coming up with two all-rookie teams. He's like, man, I have, like, a full team of snubs. <laughs> yeah, like, This year's been crazy. Yeah, they're good rookies. And it's honestly, it's a perfect time. Like, we're we're just starting to get away from... Like the guys that we grew up on, so these yeah. guys coming up are coming at a perfect time. But you can see how much the league has changed. 
um, and how just offensively driven. Everything's yeah. about putting the ball yeah. in, the, in, in the bucket. Defense is like maybe the last two minutes to play defense to get a stop or something. Yeah. It's moving more towards entertainment as opposed to, you know, play, not, I don't, I don't want to say not playing hard, but... It is entertainment. Yeah, it's not it's more... Just, it's, it's just flash and offense and scoring. Right, and highlights. Dunks and, 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 and yeah. No more fundamentals, which no. is, I mean... That's where well, the, also, like, anything happens, the ref is going to call the foul. So it's become a very, very soft game yeah. to play. So Yeah. And then we look at uh, a lot of front office movement. So uh, yes. I don't understand what the heck Vladi Divac is thinking to <sighs> clean a house in I Sacramento. I it. After their best year in 13 years, De'Aaron Fox had a massive turnaround this season. Yep. Marvin Bagley starting to come into his own. Yep. They almost made the playoffs this They're year. You're gonna fire Jaeger, man. Buddy Heald had a career season as well. You're gonna fire the GM and Jaeger. And Jaeger. Jaeger was a great coach for that team. I don't and understand. He, he won 14 more games than they won last year. It's 14. They almost that's, won 40. That's why teams stay bad. Like you have to think it's on purpose at some point. Like, I, it's actually interesting if you look at the best teams in the league. Brett Brown has been in Philly for how long now? Even when they were winning seven games a year, yeah, they were like, we know that's a it's a process, it's a process. right? It's a process. It's a, trust the process. Brad Stevens that. has been there for time, with the exception of Nick Nurse. Dwayne Casey was there for a very long time, yes. And Nick Nurse was with him for that long. It's not like we picked up a guy out of the street, right? Right. You know, Buds just got hired this year, so that's a very different situation. Yeah. But Steve Kerr has been pop. Yeah. Terry Stotts for Portland. Right. All these guys, man. It's all like, man. I think, honestly. <laughs> I don't understand what Vladi's thinking, man. Some, it just, it just, I have no words to say. Like, you can't explain it. Like, what I'm thinking is like, it's either he didn't like how many games they won because he wanted to tank. So you punished him by yeah, like, like that's the only reason. Unless he has unrealistic expectations. Like, what do you think this team is going to win? They don't even have a superstar. Yeah. They don't have a star. They have a lot of potential, potential stars. Potential star, yeah. And they played like it. Yeah. What more do you want? Look at look at the teams that made the playoffs, with the exception of the Clippers, but they're a well coached and veteran team. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. It's a different story, man. And that's the eight seed. You finished ninth. Some teams just ask to lose by hiring these guys. It's very and disappointing run. And I hope Dave finds a job. He will. He's somewhere. a good coach. He's a very good. Maybe he's he'll a go to coach. the Lakers or something. Well, could be good. And apparently, and apparently, Sack wants Luke Walton. Yeah, even though he's not even fired yet. Like he's not. Oh nothing's done yet there. And what has he done? What has he done, man? Luke Walton. What he coached half a season in Golden State uh, as as the lead because Steve Kerr was out smoking weed because of his back. Yeah. And then Steve Kerr came back and won Coach of the Year. I know. I know. And then Luke went ledge. to LA and had this whole issue. Like I don't want to blame Luke for this. He might actually be a good coach, but. Like, what has he done to make fire you fire your, your coach? Team, right. Yeah, your coach, and then go after this guy. Yeah. He's not even fired yet, man. Yeah, it's uh, and then Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies, and all their embarrassment to the league shuffle their entire team, but keep all the same guys. They, they fired nobody, but gave them all new roles. Different roles, just new titles. What are you thinking? What do you? They, they, they let go of JB uh, Bickerstaff. Yeah, the, but that guy's the number one skateboard. Yeah, he just gets the poor fired for guy because he gets he becomes interim head coach or he becomes like he's assistant. He, yeah, he's they the Kevin Durant of uh, of coaches. Yeah. He just signs one year deals. Poor guy, one man. plus ones. I'm sure he's a good coach too. Like he's he he he's been on like winning teams as an assistant. At least, like he knows how to yeah. like, how to coach. I don't think he's given been given a chance. But Memphis, like, if you want to make a change, you don't keep the same guys and just shuffle the roles. And I bet you they're doing the same roles. They're just tricking us all. They're just yeah. giving them new titles. Like, bro, yeah. get rid of some guys. I know, like, it's tough to fire people and whatever. Like we we're saying it so like, 
with no heart, just fire them. But they get they get jobs in the league yeah. again. You know what I mean? Like they get shuffled around in the league. Well, also they work two years in the league and they have enough money to retire. That too. So it doesn't matter. Like these guys can find jobs even if they get fired from one team. There's 29 other teams you can go yeah. to, right? It doesn't ruin your resume. Yeah, and then uh, lastly, James Jones, LeBron's favorite teammate of all time, with the exception of Dwayne Wade. He went course. to like six straight finals, James Jones, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he did. So Gary LeBron. He's now the new GM of the Phoenix Suns. I don't know anything about his skills from a GM perspective, but he's a good guy, so that's, that maybe that's a good opportunity for him. I think this is the one bright spot like we're going to talk about, about like the moves. I think... Obviously, we don't know about anything. He's not. He's never been a GM. He's fresh out of playing, maybe two years or yeah, a year. Yeah, but he, he but knows people. He, I think that's the thing. I think he knows people, and he was. He's been around LeBron. He's been around Dwayne Wade. He's been around the, the Miami Heat organization. Winning so culture. He knows how to win. He knows kind of the blueprint of how to win. He was with LeBron in Cleveland as well, so he knows. I think from I think what Phoenix is doing is hiring him for his experience as being a player and being around a winning franchise. And he was already around. with them too. I think they just promoted. Right. Him. Right. So. But that's, I think, what they're banking on is that he knows what it takes to win as a player yeah. so he can put a team together. So I'm hoping he does something with that. That Phoenix team has, like, a, they have some good potential. Yeah. I mean, they, you've got potential stars in, in Aiden and and in, in Booker. So make something happen out of it. Put the, the, the key pieces around there. And the, and Phoenix is not known to be a losing team. Like, in the, his, in the history. It's funny we bring that up because it almost feels like the last 10 years they have been. Right, but they've got that Steve, Steve Nash, Mike D'Antonio, seven-second offense era with Amari Sotomayor, and they've got the Charles Barkley era in the 90s. So, like, they're known to be a playoff team, so let's start picking it up. Yeah, but uh, that does recap our 2018-2019 season. I'm sure we can sit here and talk all day long about yes. the events of this season, but uh, I do want to get into the playoffs. Finally, yeah. this is what we play for. This is what we play for. So to go over the the series, so we're going to start with the Eastern Conference. The 1-8 is Milwaukee-Detroit. Uh, the number two is uh, Toronto against Orlando. Three, you have Philly and Brooklyn. And then four is Boston-Indiana. Yes. Then you bring it over to the other side, Golden State Clippers, uh, Nuggets-Spurs. That's going to be an interesting one, I think. Yeah. Um, Portland-OKC. And uh, Houston, Utah. So uh, what we're going to do this time is something we're going to call First Round Fire. Absolutely, yes. So it's going to be two-minute segments per per series. Uh, per series. We're going to have a timer. So once you hear that alarm, move on to the next. So uh, without further ado, take us away, sir. Uh, we're going to start with the East. So Milwaukee, Detroit, what are your thoughts? I think this one we can do in less than two minutes. I want to just start off by saying for the whole playoffs, I think this is the most competitive playoffs we've had in like a while. In yeah. a while. Teams are very, not not so evenly matched, but they match up well together. So Milwaukee, Detroit, I mean, Blake's having a career year. Um, Dwayne Casey is coaching that team. Eh. Uh, Milwaukee's having an insane, <laughs> insane, uh, insane year. I've got maybe, I'll, I'll give Detroit one game. So I, I got Milwaukee in five. Yeah. I think they're just better, well-coached. Um, Giannis has just been a monster, and then the, the pieces they have around Giannis are are incredible. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think it's just gonna be no match for for the the Pistons. So I've I've got the uh, I've got sorry Milwaukee in five. Yeah, for me. So I'm looking at it regular season series four nothing Milwaukee. <laughs> Three of the four games they scored 115 or more points. Wow. Two of the four games Detroit le- scored less than 100. So wow. when you talk about this That's year huge. and being an offensive year, uh, very very strange. It's just the length. Um, but what I'm going to say is I don't know if it's going to be as easy as we think because I think missing Brogdon is going to be very big for these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit's a very big team. They're a slow team, so playoffs are They're meant slower. for their game. Blake is a great player. 
And really outside of Milwaukee, outside of Giannis, they don't really have a prolific star in Milwaukee. So a lot of these guys could really fade away come the playoffs. They have a lot of really good players. They have Eric Bledsoe's not a superstar, but he's a good player. Who are you forgetting about? Chris Middleton. Yes. He's not a superstar. He's not a superstar. But he's a good not. player. He's a star. But he's a, is that, like, a lo- a is that the guy you want to rely on in the playoffs? I'm just saying it in the could playoffs, go, watch. It could go either, either yeah. way. I mean, if Milwaukee, if Detroit steals two... Or even three, I wouldn't be surprised. But seven I expect, games, wow! I, I I mean, I think it's going to be done in six. But okay, uh, Milwaukee should be able to handle business here. Uh, so on to the next one. Uh, what we're going to do is Toronto, Orlando. So I'll get us started with this one. So Toronto, Orlando season series split two two. Oh man, that's scary. Uh, and Orlando really did blow us out. So they um the one game they beat us by like forty or thirty. They beat us by thirty. And then one game was a really close one, 93-91. And then they blew us out again by another 20. Uh, and then we beat them in a close one, like 12 points. So do oh. I? am I worried? Not really. Kawhi missed one of those games. Kyle missed one of those games. Yeah. Both of the games that we lost. Um, am I worried? No. I think, I think Toronto's got this in the bag. Mm-hmm. I'd say six games just because yeah. we're still trying to figure it out. Yes. Even with the moves that we made at the half uh, or the, the all-star break. Right. Um, we got to get acclimated to that. So I think we're, we'll be done in like five, six. Yeah. Five, six sounds about right. I, I think more, more so leaning towards six only because, I mean, Orlando's got a low-key good team. They're athletic. Honestly, and if I'm Terrence Ross, I'm trying to go off and this guy can go off sometimes yeah. it's but that's un- the thing they haven't made the playoffs in like a decade so are they gonna come out are they gonna the thing ready? is about, the thing about orlando is that they have nothing to lose Has steve clifford ever ho- like coached a series before no, yeah you're right it could that that's where they're that's the biggest flaw is the experience and yeah. then so if i'm if i'm toronto you just gotta be smarter than them and then you can i mean this one no doubt toronto has in the bag like yeah if we if we go to seven games i'll be upset if we go to six, I'll be upset. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We should clean. We should. We should. We should ideally sweep these guys. Sweep five games. That's tops. ideal. Yeah. That's ideal. So it should should be a series win for Toronto. But um, Orlando is a little. Look, Evan Fournier, like you, you you told me earlier, Killer. he's he's killed us in the past, yeah. right? So should and be him easy. And, uh, him and Vuce have a really effective pick and roll as well yes. on the left side of the court, too. right? So they, those guys are just running that and the three point and Aaron Gordon, the le- the size, he's kind of like shaped like Kawhi. He's not as good as Kawhi, but. Athletic Same too. Physic- physicality. So but Toronto uh, and five six should be five. We'll be upset if it's six. Cool. On to the next one: Philadelphia and uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yes. Squad. So I'll Brooklyn. let you start us off. Honestly, this one's a tough one, man. Only because I maybe I'm just emotional. Actually, now Sixers should take no, this. No, it's it's not. It's Sixers I, should I, take I, this I'm in six. You. I'm with you. It, it is tough because nobody's sold on Philly. Like, as much as yeah. you want, like, effort and it's trumps, like... Your point guard can't shoot the ball. So what are you going to do? No. What, but but, they, but they, they, they've they got such good players around. I think D'Angelo's going to really get his way with them. I just... You're right. They're just deeper. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm giving it to depth. And they've got more stars, too. And, and playoffs is about stars. But yeah. I think D'Angelo's going to ball up. D'Angelo, like, he's the guy who has no playoff experience. But going into the playoffs, like, I'm confident he's going to ball out. Yeah. Right? So he's that guy who won't shy away from that spotlight i think i'll give brooklyn two games just because i think brooklyn like they've got firepower somehow like these guys play together they play well they're well coached you know this series kind of reminds me of yeah okc utah last year first round yes yeah where utah stole that series in right. six games and okc should have won like i i'm not gonna pick brooklyn if i'm putting money down but if brooklyn ends up winning well, this no series surprise. i wouldn't be surprised just yeah. the way that they play with that effort and 
And it would be so much better for us and if, if we played it. If we played I, Brooklyn in the second round, if Brooklyn wins that series, you 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 hit it here first. Brett Brown's gonna get fired. Yeah, that's an easy. You're I mean, gone. He should. I you're gone mind. after that one. Yeah, but I mean, I think we're both pretty much on the same page yeah. here. Philly should win, but I, this is an interesting one. It could go either way. Exciting. Um, but I'll go uh, if I have to pick. I'll go Philly in seven. To be seven. Honest. Yeah, that's that's fair. I got. I just think six. Brooklyn competes. I don't see them getting slapped like that. that like, that's they what seem I'm like that team that like they're gritty and they're gonna compete regardless. Yeah. Uh, and then the last series in the East is the 4-5 matchup. Uh, arguably, well, not anymore because of Oladipo, but could have been one of the more could entertaining yeah. first-round matchups. Uh, but still, I think with the way Indiana plays, they finished just one game less in the winning column than Boston, 48-49. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess in terms of who I think I'm going to take, I'm just going to have to go with Boston. I think without Oladipo, it's going to be tough for Indiana to stretch a seven-game series. They might steal a game or two at home. Uh, but ultimately, I think Boston is just uh, say what you will about Kyrie, and I'll I'm the first to say it because I talk the most about him. But he's having one of his best years, if not his best year in his career this year. So uh, he's he's in and he's locked in. They're coached, mm-hmm. they're well coached. They have a good team. I'm gonna go Boston here. How many? Six. Six. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Boston in five. I think uh, I think the Pacers, sorry, will steal one on the road or, or at home. Actually, not on the road. Sorry, at home they'll steal one. Um, it just playoffs is about stars. They've, Boston has more stars. Boston's also off on the road. They are, but I, I've been saying all season, and they've keep letting me down. I'm just not convinced that Boston's bad. Yeah. You've got too many good it's guys. Hard to believe it's hard to believe these guys have. They have good guys on paper. They've got a. They've got top a good down, coach. Top down yes. GM, coach, yes. players like like you can't be losing this stuff. So Pacers, they don't have a star anymore. Unfortunately, they are well coached though by Nate McMillan, who's done a great job with that sleeper. team. Sleeper. But they don't have stars. They've got good role players. I just don't think it'll be enough to take down a team like Boston. They've got they've got too much firepower. Um, Boston in five for me, and I think um, if if they don't do it in five, honestly, I'll be I'll be upset because Boston should should be, should be able to do it in five for sure. Let's go over to the the West Western Conference. So this one is going to be a little bit more interesting, actually. Outside of the one eight matchup, either of these series can go either way. So. Uh, 1-8, we're not going to need even more than 30 seconds. I love the Clippers and what they've done this year. I think they're a yeah. feel-good story. Yeah. Uh, but do I think they're going to steal even one game from Golden State? No chance. I, I don't think so. Don't and think. Golden State plays for the playoffs. They've uh-huh. made the most amount of finals in the last like three, four years. They yeah. won three rings. It's not competitive. they got to turn it on 4-0. now. Yeah, 4-0 for me. That's, that's no no more explanation required. And they actually just played four days ago. Golden State won 131 to 104. Steph's ankles got a bit messed up during the, it, the last yeah, game. But was, he'll be, he'll be it, good. It was though. minor. I think they yeah. pulled him out precaution. But, yeah. I mean. Wear high cut, Steph. He's wearing those low cut under armors, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. This guy's a clown. Yeah. So, uh, next matchup. I'm, I'm confused. I'm reading these. Okay. The one game that LA won, it was like a five point game, and the other ones were just blowouts. But. Uh, matchup number two, Denver San Antonio. This is going to be a good one. Walk me through this. What do you think? Listen, Denver's first time making it since what Andre Godala was on the team or something like that. Mel- I read that today. Mellow days, Andre. Yeah, yeah it's like this is like before 2010. Or I don't know what it is, but no matter what seed the Spurs are in, you don't like they're a good team. And um, I saw a stat. It's a bit of a stretch of a stat, but it was only three players in the league. Have 1,600 points this season, 500 rebounds, 500 assists. Those three players are James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. So it's a bit of a stretch, but like, I, it's still a good stat to be a part of, right? You, you could you could see DeMar DeRozan's all-around game is coming out in yeah. the system now. Once again, Spurs are well-coached. Spurs got LA still. They still got DeMar. But 
I think Denver is on the rise. I think they need this series to prove something out of them. I think it's Denver in seven for me. So the uh, regular season series went 2-2. It's really hard to forget DeMar in the playoffs and how he usually plays in his playoff monkeys. Yeah, very true. You very know? So, true. like, it's hard for me to say, yeah, that one-two punch is going to come on, they're going to kill it. Because yeah. even though Marcus Aldridge had an okay season, like, he had a few good games, but all in all, he's not he's not better than Jokic. Yeah. And and Denver is a huge team, and one thing that LaMarcus Aldridge statistically struggles with is one-on-one matchups. Size. So, Jokic, and if you don't have Jokic, they're going to throw Plumlee at you. Plumlee's equally big, if not bigger, yeah. than Jokic. And then if it's not him, they have Millsap. These are big boys. I can't believe they have Millsap, too. I, I These are the, big wow. boys. Denver is a big team. They're a good defensive team. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big question because, obviously, we know how DeMar is in the playoffs. Uh, but you also don't know anything about Denver in the playoffs. Jamal Murray, is he going to play well? Because Gary, he's very important to that team. Gary Harris, Barden. Are all, all these guys, guys going to play well? I don't know. On. I don't know. So it should be interesting. If I had to pick, I'm going to go Denver in seven. Yeah. Um, but I would go. not be surprised if San Antonio won this in yeah, seven Yeah, absolutely. Well. But I think it's going to go to seven regardless. It's going to go. Really? Yeah. I like that. Um, next one, we got the 3-6 Portland, Oklahoma City. Hard. So Portland coming off last year's 3-6 sweep. Yes. Uh, and they were at the hands of the Pelicans. Their so. third seed again. That's in, that's wild. The, the third seed again. like, And they lost Nurkic. Yeah. But, I mean, they lost him pretty recently. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're still, they were still able to keep that up. But I think that's going to be their biggest woe yeah. is losing Nurkic. And Damian Lillard obviously can ball out. He can drop 46, 50, whatever he wants to do. But, I mean, you've got PG. You've got Russ. You've got Steven Adams. You've got... Ferguson, you've got Grant, who's got length. Like you've got good guys, and then surprisingly, I think that Donovan. Um, sorry, uh, Coach Donovan. Coach Donovan. Yes, Billy. Billy Donovan. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Billy Donovan's done a great job with that team this year. So despite them being the sixth seed, I just think, and especially them coming, they have got a chip on shoulder. They got a chip on their shoulder coming off that loss last year to Utah. So I'm gonna go Oklahoma in six. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna ask you. How how many points do you think PG averaged against Portland this season? Or what, actually, first, what do you think the season series is? If you're asking me, it's probably high. So, uh, but what do I think the season series? Did they play three or four games? Four. Against, they play four. Was it just, no, it's probably three one for OKC. Four zero sweep, eh? They swept. Wow. Paul I mean, George averaged thirty eight points. Wow, thirty eight. Wow. But, okay, so here's the thing, because this series is. It's almost an oxymoron to Oklahoma City season because every every way that they beat Portland is the way that they struggle. Really? So they they're like in the one game they 111 and then the next game 123, then 120, then 129. So these are heavy heavy scoring points. Yes. They're not a good offensive team. They were like 29th in the league in offense. They're not a good offensive team. So Paul George is going to have to average 38 points a game. They're going to have to score a lot of points to be to score that many, but do I think I, I think have not having Nurkic in the lineup is gonna kill them? Huge. Like, in terms of a passing big man, he was their best one, hands down. <sighs> Cantor is a terrible like I can't even stress how terrible he is as a defensive big man. On the pick and roll. He's wow. garbage. Wow. He's garbage. And they're gonna kill him. Yes. He, Adams is gonna eat him for lunch and dinner. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be an embarrassment. So I actually think Oklahoma City is gonna win this one in five. Yeah. I mean it's doable. CJ McCollum's banged up. No Nurkic. It's on Lillard. It's on Lillard now. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I think it would could be more competitive, but I'm going to go OKC in five. 
And then the last series we're going to look at is Houston and Utah. Uh, so this is going to be very, very interesting. I'm excited for this. This is a good I'm very, series, very, man. I'm the most excited for Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Second year in the playoffs. Young star, you know? 46 oh. to end the season. He's killer. Um, who you got? I mean, it's hard to bet against Houston because to me, the favorite, they're still the favorite to go against Golden State. And they've got, I guess, they don't, maybe not the best equipped team to to be Golden State, but they were close last year. They obviously they lost some guys in the beginning of the year, but they kind of made it up with 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 acquisitions and signings and stuff like that. I just think James Harden is gonna be too much to handle. If, if he if he was putting up fifty points during the regular season, what do you think he's gonna put up during the playoffs? He's gonna average fifty, I think, this playoffs. He's gonna See, be that's, stupid. That's the thing that I don't. I think he's over these playoff lows. I think, he can. I think he's gonna struggle a little bit in this series because of Gobert. Because no, he, James Harden so. loves to pick away at the like the paint. He likes to go inside. Yeah, he's a great shooter, hands down. But Gobert's presence inside is going to be tough. But one thing that's going to be an Achilles for Utah is that Rubio, I'm hearing, might not go. Really? Or he might be that's very huge. banged up. So that is is going to be a lot bigger than a lot of people think. Donovan Mitchell is phenomenal, but Rubio is actually he's not huge. A floor general, you don't want him yeah. bringing out the ball and controlling the pace. And and Rubio's a good defender. He's a sound shooter, a lot he's better become, now. Yeah. Than he, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a big hit for them. But Gobert might make a huge difference. One thing I don't state. want you to forget though is that James Harden's ability to bring in that big man and just lob it to Capella. Yeah, but so, the, and he's Gobert got that, is just so active. But he's got that smart to just be able to lob it or to, to dish yeah. it. So. I think that will be what he can do to offset it. I hope, I pray, like this playoffs, Chris Paul stays healthy. Because yeah. I don't want any more excuses. You know, if James Harden struggles, I want Chris Paul to be there. Yeah. And I want to be like, he struggled. And I don't want him to be, he lost. They lost because Chris Paul, everybody was there. They just yeah. lost. You know what I mean? I don't want no more of those excuses. Do I think James Harden's going to do well? I think he's in, he's, I think he's over that whole playoff. He's had a couple of struggles two previous years. In his mind now, he owns the league. He owns the league, right. He's unguardable, right? So for me, it's Houston in six. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go similarly Houston and six as well. Yeah. Uh, I love Utah, man. Houston is just too good. I don't know how they dropped the fourth. They should have been second if they didn't start the way that they did. They would have probably yeah. been either in first or second. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Houston, uh, and that actually sums up our first round fire. I hope that was two minutes each. I don't know. It was. It what? was. I stopped Some recording. Less. I stopped uh, timing before like two series ago. But <laughs> we we won a lot of time in a bunch of other series. So. Um, very very exciting times we are going to be away this weekend so we wanted to get together uh earlier and have a quick playoff episode for the for the fans because we are for the people yes so with that ladies and gentlemen we are gonna just uh before we end this episode give a little bit of a tribute to two legends who went out this week yes so our hall of fate this week is going to be a co-hall of fate to Dwayne wade and dirk Nowitzki. not on a specific performance even though we could actually they, give that to they ball out this week they, yes. They ball out. yes uh but for just a astonishing career i mean one thing that Dwayne Wade will probably tell you he regrets is leaving miami for that money mishap that happened with pat riley right. but for the most part two lifers yes uh, two guys who belong to the city who own the city and the city mm -hmm. loves them mm -hmm. uh just to see these guys go out and it's it's like man if you're actually taking that we've seen tim duncan manu ginobili dirk and now Dwayne Wade go out of the game Melo's barely playing kobe bryant yes like all guys whole, all guys who changed the game Dirk changed the game. Dwayne yeah. Wade changed the game. So massive it, congratulations yes. to those boys killing it. And uh, I guess that uh, brings us to an end. So ladies and gentlemen, listen up. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, 
uh, Apple Podcasts, anything. Uh, we're on it, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you think. And uh, enjoy the playoffs. It's going to yes. be crazy. It's yes. going to be crazy. Game one for the Raptors is 5 p.m. On Saturday. It's the first time ever we're not the NBA TV <laughs> series. Thank you. <laughs> the Kawhi, Kawhi effect. So uh, there you have it, folks. And uh, we'll, we'll chat soon. Thank you, guys. Take care.